Welcome to Cursed, a bi-weekly podcast that investigates the liminal spaces, from everyday witchcraft to the haunted and the phantasmic. Hang out with us as we explore our personal experiences with the unknown and celebrate our craft. And now, Episode 7, Ghost Lights of the Gorge. Before we get started, our Patreon shout-outs for our patrons. In our haints, we have Tori, Tamara, Rachel the Pickety Witch, Corey and Lane of New World Witchery, Alyssa, May, Joanne, Aaron, Melissa, Cindy Brandon of Keeping Her Keys, Chris, and then for our poltergeists, we have Randy, Temple, Alex, Faith, Luna, and Rex. We thank all of you guys for your support, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, so today we are talking about <laughs> the Brown Mountain Lights. If you live around here where we do in Western North Carolina, or it's wide, it's a widespread area. Yeah, People know I, about these. I think so. I think if you're a paranormal, unexplained Junkie. buff like we are, or even if you just live in the Southeast, I think most people have heard of the Brown Mountain Lights. So Right. Have you ever been up there? I have. I've only ever been once. Uh, it was right around Halloween, and... I think there's a picture on my Instagram. <laughs> oh, well, um, I've got some pictures I'm going to have to dig up. Ooh, excellent. On my phone. Um, so I went up there, I think it was right around Halloween. Every year around Samhain, I typically do a trip where I go from one end of the Blue Ridge Parkway uh, to where it ends in North Carolina. Uh, so that's kind of up near Boone. So I typically try to do that around then just because it's peak color and it makes me feel a little bit more closer to nature. I typically do that and I stop and I like go apple picking and all the basic white girl things you can do <laughs> yes with your pumpkin spice latte with my you know i don't really like pumpkin spice well we it's can argue about this later because <laughs> i'm as basic as it comes oh my god to pumpkin spice i i am much more of an apple cider type type person well i i love apple cider so the hipsters so, have now found a new way yes to it, was, it used to be pumpkin beer and now it's and now apple it's, cider Bringing it back around to cider. Whatever you drink. Oh, and kombucha. Kombucha. Oh, I can't stand it. Um, uh, it's not my thing either. So whatever you drink in the fall, um, <laughs> the, the mountains of the of Western North Carolina and probably all up the Appalachian Mountains mm-hmm. are the perfect time of year to go. It's pretty. There's fall colors. There's spooky shit. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a great place to be. That's why you will hear us and our tales from up there. You'll hear a lot about that. So oh, yeah. the Brown Mountain Lights, I've been twice. Nice. Once was successful. Ooh. One was not. Okay. That wasn't because we didn't see any lights. It's because we hiked down the wrong path for like an hour. <laughs> but um, so on my 30th birthday, three years ago, um, <laughs> we went up and camped and that was like my goal. Uh, my wife is very, I want to do cruise. I want to do this for my birthday. I'm like, let's go camp, see some weird shit. I'm happy. So it was on a full moon. And so we went up to Linville Gorge is like the area where we like to go. Wise man's lookout. We get out there. Honestly, we're like a little skeptical. We're yeah. thinking we're not going to see any lights, but it would be great if we did. 
Uh, and we went up there two or three times during that trip and saw lights every time we went. Oh, wow. Yes. And so the first night we're up there and you see these little kind of, a, a, there was a red light in the valley. Some dick had a laser pointer. So at first <laughs> we saw a green light and we're like floating around and it was like too good to be true. And we're like, wait, it's some asshole with a fucking laser pointer. Mm-hmm. So they eventually quit. And we saw like a little red light in the valley, mm-hmm. dimly l- coming on, coming off, stayed in about the same spot. Now, this is midnight. Um, it, it, sure, there could be campers down there, but it was red, red. It wasn't like an orange fire glow. Could it have been like a, like a radio tower or something like that? You know how they usually have the red blanket Oh, it lights? was super small. It was Close super to the small. ground. Weird. Into like the valley of the river, like on the like ground level. So we were, huh. we're thinking, well, this could be something. Uh, about, I don't know, halfway up that valley, there was mm-hmm. like a green light and they would kind of alternate. Um, they changed spots a little bit. Uh, so that was really cool. You can see the town of, fuck, if I forget, there's a town <laughs> behind the valley that you can see the lights from. Part of the thing is... Is it Linville? No, I think it's Not like Linville. a Morgan, Morgan. Yeah. Morganton? It might be Morganton. Okay, I think it's, that's up there. Okay. It's about, uh, that's about 20 minutes outside of Boone, if you're familiar with that area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you can see the lights from the town, uh, and they're what you would expect to, to see, the mm-hmm. gold, yellowish glow of lights. Um, you can see traffic from one angle of the valley, mm-hmm. but we're looking into the valley, and mm-hmm. we're seeing these lights. So we're kind of like, this is cool. Uh, there's probably stuff it could be, of course, but you know, who knows? We'll see. So anyway, we go back up another night and honestly, I don't remember what night it was, but there was a light that popped up on the ridge. Now there's a a big ridge there called Table Rock. Yeah. And it's like a, called that because it's kind of flat on top. I'll put this picture up on our Instagram because you'll see why it's called Table Rock and you'll see the silhouette of it. But under the full moon, you can see this light coming up. The ridge at a relatively it's close to the ridge line mm-hmm. uh it's fast faster than say somebody hiking from that distance looking at them with a mm-hmm. light why the fuck you would hike the very top of that ridge yeah that doesn't at make midnight. a lot of sense and so it went up the side of table rock which if you look there's kind of a steep incline at least from our vantage point across the valley and it's going straight up so we've watched it go across the ridge of this valley mm-hmm. in a straight line, following the ridge, go up the side of this cliff area. Mm-hmm. Again, why would a hiker do that? And it, it scaled it too quick to be... Um, like, a human couldn't scale it no. that quickly. No, and why the fuck would you be climbing a cliffside? Like, this isn't, oh, they were climbing up elevate. You'd have to get some rock climbing gear out, I'd imagine, to get your ass up there. And then we watch it go across the top of Table Rock, and... Then it kind of comes down the center of it, in front of it. So you can hmm. see it. And then it stops, and okay. it kind of goes to the left. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of goes back toward the right. And then it just kind of dissipated. And the, we're watching this for like, I don't want to say an hour, but for an extended amount of time. This wasn't five minutes. It shoots across, up, down, it disappears. We're looking and seeing other lights, but at the same time, we're watching this one do its thing mm-hmm. separately from all the other lights. So that was cool. We didn't see any lights like floating or hovering mm-hmm. in the valley space that we could tell. It looked like they were kind of on the on the ground. 
-hmm. and again you can hike down in the valley you can camp there um so yeah there's possibilities that those other things were something else but that one that scaled the mountain is very hard to ignore Uh, that's what i have a picture of it Mm -hmm. being on the side of that mountain because it was just kind of ridiculous and i think the third night we didn't really see any um we might have seen a flash or two there's a lot of people up there you don't think it's kind of really off road Mm -hmm. if it's a heavy storm they close that you can't go up that road right so that's part of the thing that it's a little trek to get up there and there's always a ton of cars and people out there and they're Mm -hmm. really cool people are tell their stories they say i've been up here before Mm -hmm. now we went last year yeah last year with my wife and my brother and he had never we wanted to go back up he had never seen them so we went up and we start walking down this trail it's really foggy and we're getting real deep into the fucking and all of us are kind of like this is not the way to go (laughs) it's we have made a wrong turn somewhere yeah it's kind of been (laughs) it's kind of been rainy and wet and muddy Mm -hmm. visibility isn't great but sometimes you can still see so we did it so why are we going to waste our time doing it because we had done like a whole day trip in Asheville checking out like which shops yeah um, which we're going to do Saturday yay Um, I'm so excited actually yeah this will come out after we go yes but this is a history, and then we'll have a, ep- a little bonus episode in between mm-hmm. our normal ones about getting everybody together and going over what this we saw this time. But yeah, so we checked out. Or all if the... we got horribly, horribly lost. Yeah. Or if you <laughs> never, you might never hear from us again, and we'll be on like Dave Politis's missing four one one. Which, yeah. I mean, I'm down with that too because I love all that <laughs> shit. Uh, and it is within inside uh, like Linville National or Pisgah National Forest. Mm-hmm. It's Linville. There's a cool cave there. It's beautiful. Um, Have you ever been in it? Yes. Oh, a couple times. I've been up it. in it. I and everybody's like, it. oh, it's just a cave. And I'm like, but no, you don't, I like being in there. Yeah. I, I don't it know if it's Hecate yes. or my demon familiar who's big with bats. And we can talk about that on the Hecate episode in yes. November, uh, which I think will come out before this even does. Yeah. And you're probably thinking, what the hell, guys? But <laughs> we we recorded in preparation and getting everything. We recorded a few episodes first. Um, we know we're going to devote time to recording our experiences uh, this Saturday, so uh, which is 9-28, September 28th. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be up there, and so we're going to go ahead and get this one recorded about kind of the history and what we've experienced there. Um, so oh, anyway, God, we're going... Like four days. Yeah. We're I'm so excited. <laughs> so we're going, we're going down this trail, and we've kind of given up the, the idea that this is the right trail. A weird experience happened to me, and this is a little side note. We, well, everybody saw it. I was the only one that seemed to to think it was a big deal. In the middle of this trail, which nobody's on, it's very overgrown. It's got trees down. We know this is not the right trail. But we think, well, maybe it loops around or something. And there's a single footprint, probably teenage size, Mm -hmm. not a descript tread, but not a foot foot, like a big footprinting type thing. Mm-hmm. It was like the outline of a shoe, kind of a pointed, normal, flat bottom sneaker thing. Okay. But no tread identification. And it was in this one muddy spot, and there were no more around it. We didn't see any more further down. We didn't even see any more going back up. But it was fresh. Hmm. So who the fuck was down there? We never saw anybody else on this trail. That's interesting. And then we get to this clearing and you can see nothing but pitch black. We're like halfway down this fucking valley. And you can see into the uh, the abyss, really. Oh, wow. So we're like, let's turn back. Because if we keep going down, we're going to be in the valley. 
So we hike all the way back up, and we come to the entrance, and the we look. The sign had been knocked over that pointed to which way was which. Oh. And so we said, God damn it. And we had, it had been a couple years removed, and we'd only been up there the couple times, so we thought we were on the right trail. Yeah. We were not. But oh. what we did get was a nice experience because it had started raining. It started getting chilly. Mm-hmm. It was this weird... Because it was September when y'all went, right? Uh, and it was Pride. So, no, it would have been the end of September because Pride, we didn't even know Pride was going on that weekend. Um, oh, and so nice. We were, so we were cre- yeah. recreating last year. Hopefully we won't get lost again. <laughs> we won't because we know okay. too much now. Okay. So, but we what we did feel like is we all came out feeling refreshed, like reborn almost. Like we had had this hmm. little journey and it was like we were almost beckoned into this valley and it's like, okay, well, you guys aren't here to see the gore or the lights, but you're going to get an experience. And it felt very mm. liminal. Like time wasn't yeah. a thing. And then we got... Especially with all the mist and everything because it's all raining. And then we got freaked and... out because it got so foggy. Yeah. This road is literally like, this isn't gravel. It isn't... It is areas washed out. There's huge chunks of rock sticking out. Our car barely had... Like we would get almost stuck. And it's raining. And you do not want to be up there when it rains. No. So, with all of these little teeny tiny mountain paths and everything, they get washed out really, really easy when it rains. And it's so easy for it to flood. So, you have to be really, really conscious of the weather. <laughs> right. And so, this Saturday, it looks like it's going to rain a little bit. Is it? Um, and going to be cloudy, but I don't think it'll be... It'll be fine. It can be wet. We're talking yeah. about downpours. I'm not worried about that. Um, so, it'll be cool, and I feel like it would give us a good atmosphere. Yeah. So, kind of a history of the lights... Now that we talked about those experiences, and you're probably like, "What the hell are these lights about?" Yeah. Um, well, I know when I went, I didn't, I didn't go down a different trail or anything like that. I actually just saw it from the parkway. So there is a overlook. I think it's Green Mountain Overlook, and you can actually see Brown Mountain from there. Oh, there's a few places that yeah. you can go that do have access to see these. We mm-hmm. just like Wise Man's Overlook because it kind of is. Are these like little balconies built in out of stone? Oh, wow. On top of the edge. But you can see it from, like, the highway. Yeah. There's certain lookouts where you can check them out. Yeah. And even as recently as, what was it, this past May, they've recorded some strange lights on a lot of the observatory towers right. for, like, weather or the army or stuff like that, where they're just like, well, we know it's not us and there's nothing scheduled, so what the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> and so a little bit of a history. They've been trying, people have tried to explain them as swamp light, swamp gas ghost lights Mm. they've been attributed to light refractions but from planes cars city lights however it goes back so far i don't think that's a good explanation Mm -hmm. and what we saw was not a car light refracting Mm -hmm. or i mean we're probably pretty skeptical but we're also open because you saw it go up this uh, the formation of table rock and there's no path there and any uh, you know if you've been to the mountains here you know that the roads they sort of wind and turn and they're not straight up that would be because you saw this light go straight up so unless somebody was like the only thing i could think of is if somebody was repelling but that would be be going down instead yeah of going it did up. go up yeah but they started at the middle of the ridge and they would have had to have been running yeah because it wasn't like a sh- fast mm-hmm. but it was consistent and it was steady and it wasn't slow enough for somebody to be walking yeah. i know perspectives can be off but they went and then it went straight up the side 
That's paused wild. in the middle, went to the top, went across it, and then down. And then, so why would some was somebody just walking up the ridge and camping? And so again, it was a it was a very weird thing. We didn't have video, but we'll try to get video this time. Yeah, of if anything we see anything we see. this time, we will definitely get video. Because when I went, there was actually because it was Halloween, it was on Samhain. Uh, there was somebody that was actually out there telling like traditional like folk tales and ghost stories and stuff Sweet. like that up near Brown Mountain, uh, right on that overlook. It was really neat because in the reflection on the camera, he had a little lantern and the light reflected back. So it looks like there are little green lights right above his head. So uh, it looks like there are lights there, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure I was able to debunk that one. Right. So And I didn't see them with my own visible eyes. So And if you trust us, <laughs> we aren't just going to freak out over any little thing. Like no. we talked about when we, in our first episode, how I'm very skeptical of orbs. Yes. Um, I almost just don't even give them any attention. Yeah. Unless they're super weird or yeah. coincidental or very weird. Because, because most of the time orbs dust. are dust or, or bugs, bugs or, yeah. So I'll, we have to sort of rule those things out. Yeah, speaking of Asheville, we had just gone mm-hmm. on a little ghost tour. I won't say the name of it because I don't have a good review of it. Okay. It wasn't great. But you've been before and it has been really good. We've been on one by Joshua P. Warren, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. This other one was kind of like, meh. Yeah. They focused a lot on orbs, showed us pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not an orb. But we're, we kind of were quiet about it, but we were the jerks in the group that were like, yeah. you know, whatever. But because I started to take pictures. more, yeah. Yeah, I started to take pictures of stuff mm-hmm. and describe what happened. Mm-hmm. And yet, there, I never got my phone out again to take a picture after it started. Uh, because yeah. it was lame. Yeah. It was cheap. It was for my birthday. We mm-hmm. went to Burial in Asheville mm-hmm. and drank. That was the most Which fun. Which there are lots of pictures of. <laughs> yeah. But so a little bit back to Brown Mountain and Linville Gorge, since that is kind of what we're doing. But yeah. we're, you know, you've listened to us enough to know we get sidetracked. So this is off of AppalachianHistory.net as a quick little overview because my memory is not the greatest. Um, glowing apparitions have been seen for hundreds of years. A great battle was fought between the Cherokee and the Catawba near Brown Mountain in the year 1200 AD. Mm-hmm. And according to Cherokee legend, which we just talked about, the fair folk. And we talked about, wasn't it, didn't we also talk about some lights that were seen around Chimney Rock? No, those were little uh, ghosties is what that old lady oh, okay, called okay, okay, okay. But hell, I want to see those too. Yeah. And never heard anything else about them. So anyway, uh, the Cherokee legend were that they were the spirits of maidens who had come to the mountain in search of their lost husbands and sweethearts who were killed in the battle. Oh. The first known white man to explore the region was John William Garod de Brom, a German cartographer and engineer who was, I guess, a really big deal. He's a map maker, Southern Colonies. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he noted in a 1771 journal the appearance of the strange lights while he was in the region. One legend explaining the lights involves the disappearance around 1850 of a woman in a community near Brown Mountain whose husband was accused of her murder. While searchers looked for her, they noted the appearance of the lights and speculated that they were her spirit, which had come back to haunt her murderer and warn the searchers away from the region. Years after her disappearance, a fucking pile of bones were supposedly found under a cliff near the mountain and they were identified as her skeleton oh wow however the most famous legend was related by fate wiseman whose family was one of the first settlers in the region Mm -hmm. he spoke of a southern planter who came to linville gorge on a hunting expedition and never returned Mm. the planter was never found 
Um, it says he went with a faithful slave to the gorge. Mm-hmm. Um, the slave never returned home either. Mm. Legend has it the slave continues to wander the mountain in search of his master. Maybe not. Mm. Maybe that seems a little iffy. bit... Yeah, that seems a little bit But then gross. they say that, that, that it's supposed to be his lantern looking for him. Uh, and see, that's this, like, colonialistic, like, romanticism of all of that that I just loathe so yeah, much. Yeah, it'd be like, like uh, fuck you, I'm, especially if yeah. we're both dead. You think I'm going to fucking look for look you? Look for you? Go fuck, fuck yourself. Fuck you, bitch. Like, no, no, that makes me really upset. Uh, that's like when we uh, did the uh, Always a Witch that was on Netflix. Uh, and it was actually supposed to be about this Afro-Caribbean woman who was a slave. And she has, you know, she practices this native religion this sort of haitian style hoodoo that's very common in the area which i think is absolutely beautiful and i was super excited to see you know a witchcraft movie take place and talk about someone who is a person of color and their witchcraft and then they turned it into you know she time travels into the future and she has to get back to save her master that she's in love with and i'm like oh go fuck yourself you found a way to fuck it up fuck yourself you had me broke my heart you had me i was super excited but then i was so mad (laughs) (laughs) right i was salty for like weeks i'm still salty yeah fuck that i'm still salty you can stay we're always salty yes um so this goes on to say science has tried to explain the process that causes the lights in 1913 a scientist uh visited the mountain reporting that the lights were a result of train headlights shining over the mountain mm. sure okay which is why they go back to 1701 right it just says the yeah. old timers in the region chuckled noting that the lights had been seen since the time of covered wagons <laughs> <laughs> get your science out of here <laughs> So, uh, however, a flood in 1916 stopped trains and cars in the region. Electrical lights in town were doused, and the ensuing rains would put out any brush fires. But guess what? The brown mountain lights kept shining mm-hmm. through it all. So that's what I'm saying. Is like there's some some things that can you can attribute to um, refraction and anything like this. People can get carried away, like mm-hmm. orbs. That's yeah. great because if you want to get excited about it, it just fuels that for you. Uh, but somebody like me, who's a little bit more cynical, is not going to look at an orb unless it's, like, flashing and, like, hey, look at me. I'm not a fucking moth. Yeah. And when you went, it's, like, the wrong time of year for fireflies. The fireflies wouldn't be seen from that far over. They're not that bright. They're not that bright. No. And so, honestly, the brighter ones are going to be down towards, like, Transylvania and stuff, and they're all dead by that point. So that that was just kind of a quick history of, I mean, they've, they've tried to be explained. Mm-hmm. multiple times yeah recently and it seems every couple years there's a new and it are where, what are they from what university was the most recent wasn't it like chapel hill probably uh went up and recorded stuff um yeah so there was a link maybe it was you or my friend that sent me that it was probably me um but they like have like time footage of like yes some really cool lights yes i sent that to you <laughs> there you go you just forgot uh, I just don't remember which university it was. Right. Uh, because there's, it feels like, just like you said, every couple of years there's a different university that goes up and investigates because it's just fascinating. I think as humans, we are continually drawn to these things and 
are want to explain them. You know, we have these all these different myths about why we're here and why the seasons change and all of this different stuff. We create mythology to explain that because it we didn't have the explanation. I, I, I'm definitely a very a person who's very grounded in science, but I also believe that science is just magic that we've been able to quantify and magic is science that we can't explain yet. There's a reason that we do the things that we do. We're totally going to do a science magic episode to give you guys a feel of how we approach it. Yes. But that's going to be some work and probably a couple parter. So Mm -hmm. next year. Yeah. Probably early on too. That might be a little while yet because we've got a lot of research and I got a lot of quotes and a lot of people that I want to pull from. We got to talk to like Bill Nye. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, we'll conjure up Carl Sagan. Yeah. I like it. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't it be ironic if we got to talk to him on a Ouija board? Oh, my He'd be God. Like, I don't even believe that this is happening. But, <laughs> but we still love your work. Yeah, um, we do. So, again, the Cherokee mm-hmm. and the other tribes of the indigenous people around here say that mm-hmm. these lights were recorded in their lore before mm-hmm. written history. Yeah. So... Fine to say it's trains, but we're saying it's spirits, and yeah. we're saying it's this, and then you get trains come the the thing, and now it's cars and city lights. So while there's probably more instances of people mistaking mis- mistaking mm-hmm. those lights for like that video you sent me, there's no fucking way yeah. that that's just refraction. We're not that stupid. No. We might, and we're not really that naive either. And I mean, typically when I go into any sort of investigation, I am the first person to try to debunk. And I'm the first person to just be like, you know what? It's not a big deal. Let's just, you know, communicate with it. Look for the source yeah. first. I do it too. Yeah. Because like we where we're coming a... from, it's not like we think it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. But where we're coming from is... This could be something really cool, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where we're a little jaded because we've had weird experiences yeah. that were so easy to try to debunk little mm-hmm. things. But then when you go through that process and you actually do have something kind of unexplainable on your hands, mm-hmm. it makes it so much better. Yeah. Like I think we said before, if you're fooled by everything, you're not going to you're gonna miss out on genuine stuff. But if yeah. you're so closed off, who the fuck's going to want to try to reach out? Right. So we have to be in that specific middle ground area. It's about weeding out the ones that are totally explainably, you know, put aside. And then you're left with the stuff that's really, really, really good. So it's super easy to discount. Yeah. I mean, if you say, I saw saw two dozen of these lights down here. And it's like, that's fucking traffic. Mm -hmm. But when you see one scale the mountain and stuff, you're a little bit more uh, apt to look into it and think this could be something Mm -hmm. weird. Um, but again, I've got that picture. Hopefully we'll get pictures. We'll have videos. Yes. Uh, another thing that we can't ignore, and we'll talk about the, cause again, mm-hmm. it's fucking goblins, right? <laughs> um, Hellier, I do need to, to make a note. If I don't do it before mm-hmm. this, people are going to be on to me, but it'll happen. This will happen in November. So this is my correction. Okay. Um, I said that Hellier was in Tennessee. It's mm-hmm. Kentucky. Okay. Um, and if that's wrong. Uh, we'll wait till December for me to check that. <laughs> um, but no, so uh, so Hellier is in Kentucky, and I know I mentioned it in our episode three, mm-hmm. the Fair Folk. So and we can go back and add an addendum to that one if we need to. Nah, okay. it's fine. Okay. Um, 
it's fine. Um, so, but the Virgo is saying it's fine. All if, right. If I say it's fine, just trust me on this. Tennessee, Kentucky. But if I say it's fine, he's like, no, we need to. I'm sure it. there's go- yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's goblins in Tennessee as Probably. well. But Probably. Hellier is actually the name of the place in Kentucky, so I fucked that up. Whoops. But you know what? Fried chicken and goblins. And um, I'm into that bourbon. I mean, Wait, no, bourbon's the Tennessee. God damn it. No, there's Kentucky bourbon. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so before I make this worse on uh, <laughs> myself, so uh, Hellier mentions, again, I think it's still free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Google it. Fucking goblins. Like, the first or second episode talks about how there's supposed tunnels running under and through the Appalachian Mountains. And so we're talking about the same area mm-hmm. along the same, different states, but same mountain ridge Mm -hmm. the blue ridge so these tunnels they mentioned briefly brown mountain they were supposed to like there was supposed to be a cave entrance in Mm -hmm. the gorge of linville and so they don't go into too much detail about that because it's supposedly sealed off and it might be this that i have pulled up here uh when you start talking about yeah we talk about ghosts we talk about spirits the lights what it could be car lights whatever but Mm -hmm. people also talk about aliens Mm-hmm. Um, being connected with that because not only do you see those lights in the gorge like we did mm-hmm. uh, people see UFOs in the valley as well up oh, above big time. yeah big time. and so there's a lot of shit going on there and there's a ton of quartz mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong every, everywhere up there yeah there's a lot of quartz up there in the mountains uh, kind of all over North Carolina we're a very quartzy state which is why we have a lot of different gem mines and things like that like uh, back in the 20s there was a mine for Tiffany in Hiddenite, North Carolina which is just at the base of the mountains mm. uh, pretty close to Boone pretty close to Linville so yeah it's a very quartzy area I can feel the fall air yeah. in your apartment right now <laughs> uh, and we turned off the AC so we didn't have background noise yep. but it just gets you in that feeling i love it yep so pumpkin spice apple cider all the way yes uh, i'm into it so this is on blue ridge outdoors.com if you okay. want to look for it but what struck me is it's it the the headline is the mystery of the lights hits its peak when ralph lale claimed they led him to a mummified alien <gasps> how hard are you right now so hard well um <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all put a towel down because yes it's gonna get... okay this is amazing in his article, he outlines Ralph Lale, the missing extraterrestrial artifact, and the Brown Mountain Lights. That's a loaded title. Yeah, it is. Um, it says he came face-to-face with one of the alleged lights and followed it into a crystal cave. <gasps> Fuck, right? Like I have chills all over my arms. Yeah. Okay, keep going. The light addressed Lale in a booming voice and told him the secret of humanity in the planet Piwam. Piwam. It's probably That's, a planet you've never heard of. Probably not, but it sounds, it's so funny because it sounds like a Cherokee word. Yeah. But this also might get into some L. Ron Hubbard territory. Here. Well, true. Okay. It warned him I, never. Sorry, <laughs> I just found the crossover sort of fascinating. All right. And it said it warned him never to reveal the location of the cave. That's why we never heard of it. Lame. I want to go see the Crystal Cave. Yeah. God damn it, Ralph. God damn it, Ralph. Um, they rewarded his silence with a trip to, where do you think? Venus. Venus? Where he was Why ex- would they go to Venus? I don't know. I guess it's closer. He was examined by the local aliens and, okay, even copulated with what, I mean, Whoa, when, when, in, when in Venus. Wait, I mean, 
Like, so he's on this trip and he's like, Do it, okay, Daddy proud. I mean, come on. First off, there's, there's a crystal cave here. Probably never going to find it again. Probably not. Can't talk about it. That's lame. These fucking aliens have taken me to Venus, where that's where women are from. So I've heard. <laughs> I think that's a science fact, too. Um, when you're on Venus, you fuck one of the locals. I mean, you gotta. But there's no more about that. When so, in Venus. Yeah. Oh, my God. A gentleman tells. Oh, my God. When he returned to Earth, as you do, he was given a mummified <laughs> alien. Is Wait, did he fuck the alien, the mummy? Oh, that's even or worse. They basically gave him a sex, an alien sex toy to take home. Basically, yeah. He, they gave him a sex doll. They're like, dude, you like Venus so much. Please don't talk about this cave. Yeah. Here's a mummy. Here, here's this one. Alien. Yeah. To desecrate say, however you oh, see fit. Oh, that's awful. Because if you show up on Venus uh, and your first thing is, I'm going to fuck this alien, <laughs> you're going to fuck the mummy they give you too. I'm like, right? Okay. So I know oh, we're like man. a not safe for work oh, kind of shit. And we've already been explicit on everything. Yeah. This I took mean, a, it's, we're, we're talking about witchcraft and shit. But this so. took a turn. This took a turn. Yeah. Okay. But that's cool because not every day do you fuck. <laughs> what do you call the <laughs> p- residents of Venus? Venuses? Venusites? 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 There's not enough penicillin in the world for... (laughs) um, Oh, yeah. How the fuck would you treat that? Alien syphilis. Oh. That's what penicillin treats. You're not gonna... Okay, so back to this. You have to watch your (laughs) flare-ups. Oh, no. So he returned to Earth. Uh Uh-oh. Given that mummified alien. And Uh he went... Which went missing after his death and only exists in blurry photos. Of course. Would he not be buried with it? I don't know. Or somebody stole it because they're like, man, this sex sells pretty great. And then it says the deep... <laughs> the, an alien... This guy threw yeah. some wild parties. Um, <laughs> the detailed hoax. Oh. Way to no! kill our buzz. It's blue ball us. The detailed hoax can be chalked up to nothing more than a plea for attention. He got mine. Definitely. But has nonetheless created a cultural phenomenon. Many now believe the lights are UFOs or aliens visiting Earth. Here's a great song by Lady Gaga called Venus, uh, where she said she's like, um, "Take me to your leader," and it's just like it's playing in my head right now. I'm gonna have to play it for you. Well, so <laughs> because um, it's so relevant, right? And everybody that stormed Area 51, if you clap them cheeks, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what the kids say? They were memeing about it. I don't see that anybody. This guy did it. Back in the day. And they're saying it's a hoax, but he you know what? He was an army of one, man. I mean. They, okay, they said it was a hoax because they couldn't find the mummy body. I don't believe it. But did I he Nardo run into the cave, though? That's what I want to right. know. <laughs> um, oh. I, I don't think it's a hoax. Do you think somebody would make up a story like that for attention? Oh, hell yeah. I don't think so. Oh, oh. hell yeah. Well, I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. And then it just, it literally says, whether you believe in aliens or not, this story is exhilarating. Yes, it is. Uh, especially for Ralph, who yes. fucked <laughs> an I am, alien. I am dying to know what he was on, because I think, I think he truly believed it. I just think he got a hold of some really good drugs. First off, dude, <laughs> that thing you're carried around and fucking is a mummified raccoon you found in the, up under a cape. <laughs> and I think, um, God, I want to see these blurry photos of this one. <laughs> I think you too. Um, it was covered in a shiny, like sticky substance. Ew. I'm just making this shit up now. <laughs> if he could do it, I could do it. Oh my um, God. So that's what you get when you chase one of these lights down. So if if our bonus episode ends up being that we all went to Venus because we found a crystal cave, one, <laughs> we'll bring those fucking crystals back. 
and sell them. We totally need to we title will sell it next them. episode. Our, our... Yeah. And, um, and then we'll, um, we'll, we'll go to Venus. Yes. We'll try to keep our hands to ourselves. Unless, because consent is everything. Consent is everything. And we don't but... know. They didn't mention Ralph, if he, how he copulated with one. This is true. Um, because their equipment might not match our equipment, so. No. No. But you can rub up all over That's stuff. true. This goes into... Uh, what we need to talk about, um, mm. because I think that's about all you guys need to know. Um, Will of the Wisp. Will of the Wisp. Yes, um, Foxfire. Because we talked about that. Mm-hmm. So um, you know more about that than I do, probably. Um, yeah. Tell so, us a little about, about the lore of that, because that's been mm-hmm. these have been pointed or talked to under that description as well. Yeah. So they've often been attributed to like swamp gas and stuff like that before, too. But Will of the Wisps are made famous in a lot of folklore from Scotland and Ireland, you know, the Highlands sort of area where people would be out in the woods and all of a sudden they'd see this little light and they'd follow it and it would take them to a crystal cave and they'd go to Venus. Um, so it's funny because that story sounds so similar because these lights lead you to a different place and typically they're there to get you lost. Um, not some, not to get laid <laughs> on another planet. No, that's the first time I've heard that one. Uh, but typically it, it leads you into the fairy realm and, you know, you don't realize where you are and you can't get back. And I literally just, episode three, talked about how I would stand in a fairy circle. I will go in these crystal <laughs> caves. It's all for science. And, um, <laughs> but even L. Ron Hubbard didn't have that kind of imagination about true. getting laid with aliens. That's and true. he was a creep. So uh, Yeah. Oh, but, Lord, um, now, now they're going to come after us. <laughs> okay, first off, I don't, yeah, so, whatever. Oh, we can God. handle it. Um, uh, right? You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can handle it. <laughs> I already mentioned Thetans. I've already been on this road before. This is true. I've already attacked them this before. This is true. Um, if oh, if What's-Her-Name can come out and speak against them, then... I can say it on this podcast. Oh, God. So many people have. And it's just the way that they react and the way that they pursue their targets and people who have talked bad about them. It's just... We'll talk about culty shit. Yeah. Eventually, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Okay, so Will of the Wisps. Will of the the Wisps. Uh, It sounds like an Irish Celtic. Very. Um, And... Typically, that's a lot of the people who settled in this area, too. Uh, Yeah. We talked about hillbillies being a Scottish word. From Scotland. Mm-hmm. and um, So a lot of Scotch-Irish settlers came in and they settled in the mountains because that's it, it felt like home. It was what they were used to. They knew how to farm that land because that's very it's so similar to what they've been farming already. So it just made sense. Uh, but they were typically there to yeah, you know, those mountain, get the, you lost. I mean, ghost fire, fox fire. Yeah, so it's typically... Swamp-like gas. Yeah, yeah, and it's all about, you know, getting lost and, and you... Hey, guess who got lost last time we went up there? This is true. Just told you about it. Yep. But we felt good. We were bummed we didn't see the light. And you managed to find your way back, you think. Yeah, we were dying. Because it was uphill at that point. (laughs) Um, And I mean, honestly, like, for all you know, this could be a parallel universe that you crossed over into and you don't even know. It kind of felt liminal. Yeah. We've had, I've had those liminal experiences. Uh, But you talk about you go up there with Mm -hmm. all the quartz and shit like that. There's a lot of vortex areas there. So Venus is just right next door if you're finding Crystal Cave. <laughs> um, what kind I mean, of Crystal Cave? Was it like... I'm, I'm dying to know. I don't know if there's much on this story. 
Um, I, I I would love to hear more people interview this guy and hear other little tidbits. Well, he did now. Uh, well, I know. And the body could in, be found if somebody finds that money. Um, oh, my God. Please send us pictures that are not blurry. I oh. want to see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out more about this because that's what this podcast is about is goblins alien <laughs> fucking and shitting on Scientology. <laughs> well, that should be your normal day to day. This is true. My thetans are fucking off the charts. <laughs> they can't even come near me. I got a demon. I got some spells. I'll be fine. Yeah. When we talk about this area, it Linville is really cool. Um, with the cave, the hiking trails, the waterfall, the waterfalls, mm-hmm. um, the gorge, mm-hmm. things like this. I am certain that mm-hmm. this shit can't only be in our little tip of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh no, I'm um, sure it's not. So I know we're staying real local to that because that's what we know we can go to. But um, if you guys are listening to this mm-hmm. and you have your stories of goblins from Kentucky mm-hmm. or Tennessee. We're not shitting on, not or hating wherever. on Tennessee goblins. Yeah. If you've been to Venus, um, <laughs> tell us how it was. <laughs> if you were as welcomed. I just think of Rick and Morty, like when he makes that little universe inside the battery. And see, I've never watched Rick and Morty. Oh, God. And he goes into the battery and they think he's God, but he really, they're just, they're praising shit like this. Keeps oh, the battery wow. running. And so he wears these little antenna. And... <laughs> He's like gives him the middle finger and he says, "I taught him this means peace among worlds." So he's just oh like, God. everybody tells me to watch it, but I'm just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just like an apple cider and Simpsons kind of girl. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Which I like those things too. And you know what else? I know I mentioned gin and tonics mm. uh, before. Yum. Cider and rum, or like wassail. Ooh, yeah. And, um, we do, we do all that. Well, it but, is like the day after Maybun, so. So I'm not hating on apple cider. No. I like apple cider. No. But let me have my pumpkin spice. Oh, no. I'm not telling you you can't have it. I'm just... I just... There's a lot of gross... It's not my thing. There's I a just, lot of gross pumpkin spice stuff out there. This is true. Do you know pumpkin spice gum is terrible? You tried pumpkin spice gum? It's... Yeah. <laughs> and it's just exactly what you think it is. Although, to be fair, you know... There's cinnamon I, gum. I like cinnamon just, gum. Nah, That's my favorite. Nah, well, you won't like this. Okay. You won't like this it. is probably true. I, don't... I like uh, pumpkin bars with chocolate chips in them. Ooh, um, yeah. We can talk about that later, because by this time, this will come out, and we'll have Pickety Witch, Rachel, yeah. on. And she made those in her story on Instagram, and I was like... Did she? If you don't fucking have some pumpkin bars, you can't be on the show, Rachel! I think I have s'mores truffles. That's not with, even with the same thing. That's I see you're even. you're the slut for pumpkin spice everything. I'm the slut for s'mores everything. See, so. s'mores are overrated. <gasps> marshmallows. I don't eat marshmallows though. What the fuck is wrong with you? They're not. And they're you sh- don't like candy corn. What is wrong with First you? First off, candy corn is fucking gross. <laughs> so we're recording. There's a bag of it around here somewhere. And fuck, nope, no. Here's your ASMR. That's me <laughs> gagging on cor- candy corn. But no, I don't eat, mar- eat marshmallows because I don't eat animal gelatin. That's fair. So, and marshmallows were never that big of a thing for me anyway. Yeah. I don't, I like... don't know. I love marshmallow everything. Right. Yeah. So you eat your s'mores and look yeah. like you took a trip to Venus. <laughs> this is supposed to be out in November. Um, it's still September. We're fucking with your timeline. We're going to yeah. Quentin Tarantino the fuck out of this. Oh, yeah. Um, so if we mention something that um, we don't know about yet, and you were like, why didn't they talk about it? 
it's because we did it before we even did it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mind this is fuck. True. Um, Inception. So this was Brown Mountain history with yeah. um, Bones and Cricket, Woo-hoo. and um, <laughs> it was a lot about. There was some alien fucking. Yes. There was some um, better folklore than that. Uh, um, much better. Uh, which we don't. I would. I would love that, to hear more about the Catawba and uh, Cherokee folklore around Brown yeah, Mountain. I care more about that than yeah. Ralph's Venus trip. Um, yeah. He just got some bad mushrooms out there. He really did. Um, had sex with some critter. And, oh, bless him. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so what we're going to do is we're going to go up there um, and we're going to hang out. We're going to do Pride, hit all our favorite shops. Yes. Um, and we just love Asheville. Drink yeah. some drinks, eat some food. And then at night we're going to get up to the mountain and we're going to have so much information for you guys. You'll be so. overwhelmed. I'm excited. Or we won't have anything, and this will be the last you hear of us. No, we will get a, <laughs> we will get a group uh, discussion going. Um, there's like five of us going up there. And then we will release that as a little side story mm-hmm. the week following this coming out. And we'll either have like ten minutes of like experience or another hour. We don't know how long it's going to be. We hope we have more information than we know what to do with or more tales yes. to bring from Asheville Pride. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you can find a crystal cave somewhere on our trip. We will. We will. We will. Um, so at this point, let's see, we've been out for how long? Since September 13th. Yes. Friday yeah. the 13th. Um, always going to be a good idea to release oh, yeah. on a Friday the 13th. But um, In September. Right. So on a full moon. So at this point, you've probably seen, hopefully, our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we do post some stuff with um, the village on Facebook, but we do not have a Facebook page. We don't really want to fuck with it. Yeah. We do have a Twitter. So we're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, our Podbean hosts, we're everywhere now. Yeah. We're on iTunes. So if you're listening Spotify, to this. Spotify, Google um, Play, Are we right? still going to, yeah. Yeah. Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, mm-hmm. tune in. YouTube, we're going to start auto-uploading those. Yes. We'll eventually have videos there of investigations and things. Yeah. But you can listen to our episodes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And don't yeah. if you see any negative reviews about our podcast, which have so far <laughs> been positive, it's Scientology's doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I got to stop. So anyway. You really have to stop. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, you'll find us on there. Um, we're trying to keep stories up. Trying to keep people involved. Um, we've already got a list of emails that we have people that we're going to read their stories and stuff. Um, yeah. So that's really fucking cool. So if you're listening to this, we want your stories. Venus travels, spook lights, ghosts, demons. Even if you just have witch stories, like day-to-day witch, um, mm-hmm. that we want to hear. It doesn't have to be ghost stories, but we yeah. do want to hear your stories. And um, any ideas you might have. And it's one of those things where we're only going to get even more in depth as time goes on, too. So we have a lot of things planned. Let's let's be um, thirsty and shallow and plug our Patreon. Yes. Um, so in the beginning, you probably heard the shout outs for however many patrons we have now. Um, you guys are great. We love you. Uh, there yes. is a bunch of cool shit that we're putting up there. Um, and we plan on doing a lot of stuff there for our supporters and the people that and want to hear more of us that they would give us like a dollar yeah five dollars but don't 
you can give us a hundred a month if you want. If you want to, I mean, that would we'll be come up with a good reward for you. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, we don't know what that would be yet, but yeah. if you wouldn't do and it, at this we point, will make our, it our, worth it. Our, our de- <laughs> yeah, our decals should be done because we've got a, a tier on there, the five dollar tier. You get to yes. a, a cursed podcast decal, but we do want to hear from you whether you are a patron or whether you're just a f- Instagram follower. Or if you don't follow us anything, our email is cursedcast at gmail.com. I know we have a few things that are planned for the for the future. Uh, we're also going to have a couple of special guests, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Word. So uh, we're really excited about that. We're just trying to line up their schedules. So I don't want to name anybody yet. Right. But there's but, some cool shit. Yes. You guys can be excited about it. Yes. It's more paranormal. It's more witchery. Yeah. Does I it? also I Uh-oh. also want to definitely uh, thank uh, Chris Welsh. Yes. Our fantastic. Because this um, is the first thing we've recorded since we were allowed to use his music. Yes. So I definitely want to give him a uh, personal thank you for allowing us to use his song uh, Ask and Embla or Voice in the Trees for the opening and closing of our show because it is a beautiful piece of work and it gives me chills every time I hear it. I have tears in my eyes. Oh my god. And it is is beautiful and he will actually be uh doing a few live shows here uh coming up in the future and he is going to be releasing a new album soon so definitely make sure you check out either his band camp at sunandmoondance.com or he's also on spotify as well so if you're listening us to us there just put in sun and moon dance yeah and, up at the top. and we're making sure to uh link him in every one of the show notes yes uh, we're, we're trying to make it easy to find this stuff because yeah i know when we talk about it it sounds like it's everywhere mm-hmm. but we're just a Google search away. That's right. Um, and then tell your friends. Yeah. We'd uh, like to get book reviews too. Yeah. Um, not as like main episodes, but probably like in between episodes. Because mm-hmm. um, we all are excited about some really cool books coming up. Yeah. Um, Psychic Witch mm-hmm. by Matt Oren. Cannot wait for that one. We've I got. Know. The, actually, I do need to mention real quick the one episode we talked about, The Moon Eyed People, mm-hmm. was in. What's the name of the book? Backwoods Witchcraft? Uh, yes. I didn't um, mention the title, so sorry about that. Yes. But, um, that's That was Backwoods Witchcraft by Jake Richards. His book is phenomenal if you haven't picked it up already. Uh, if you're really interested in a lot of traditional Appalachian folklore and folk healing, uh, mm-hmm. that's a really, really great resource, so I would definitely check that out. And um, Cindy Brennan's book, Keeping Her Keys, mm-hmm. I got my copy, mm-hmm. and so I'll let well, you can't borrow books. You write in them. I have a, I have a copy. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll so, do, we'll do a review on that. I would love to um, actually do a, a read along because it's actually the way her book is set up. It's actually supposed to be done in different parts. Yeah, and it's supposed to take you through be. a cycle of a year and a day. So I would love to. So we have to plan. Yeah, I would love to do that together and even bring in our listeners and stuff too and set that up. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, book club. Book club. And we could do that on that thing you talked about, Discord. We love her stuff. Um, she checked us out, left us a really nice review. Yes, she did. Um, we love her. Yes. Um, she's too nice. She's yes. too nice for us. She really um, is. All right, and this is where we should <laughs> sign off. This is true. And go get the pumpkin spice. Yes, or salted caramel mocha. Or pumpkin spice. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Cursed is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Bones McWilliams and Cricket Work. The theme for Cursed is Voice of the Trees by Sun and Moon Dance. Check them out on Spotify, YouTube, or at sunandmoondance.bandcamp.com. Follow Cursed on Instagram, Twitter, and become a patron at patreon.com slash cursedcast.
So this also, is... Also, the salted caramel mocha thing from, from Starbucks, fucking the best. See, that's a too sweet for me. I go for... Oh, no. I go for an iced quad shot <laughs> um, with pumpkin spice with like a couple pumps of pumpkin spice in it. Oh and it's God. a treat. It's a delight. 